Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Podcast, where today's introduction will be simple and straightforward. We apparently are the only podcast in America that tells the truth. Welcome <laughs> to the channel that shares truth. Well, what happened to all of the big flower D stuff well, that you I've come, say about it? Well, I've come to the understanding that there is no need to even speak about it because I have been listening to all of these other podcasts. Our body uh-huh, of work uh-huh. speaks for itself. I will just let the people decide. Well, what have you been listening to? Anything I've been listening to some idiot. <laughs> oh I mean, this, this, I mean, he's a complete oh, idiot. Or, he's just what? he's just a lame brain. How does these people get a microphone? I mean, did they go to school? Is there any ability to conceive and process thought that's left in the world? <laughs> Apparently, there's not. Evidently, you've been listening to some of these commentators again on Mike Bickle. I don't oh know why. Gosh. Why in the world we get, oh, it's we just insane. Mess- you know, I, I'm like the old philosopher said, I, I am forced to walk through the world with my eyes clamped open in order to see all of this lunacy and the insanity. And, and these people actually have a podcast and it's supposed to be that they are promoting the cause of Christ. While they are completely doing the opposite, trying to tear down the cause of Christ. Can we just make a statement here that if you're spending the bulk of your time tearing the body of Christ down, then you are definitely not promoting the cause of Christ. Once again, the only podcast that tells the truth, Smith and Rowland Show. Take it away, Alan Smith. I don't know. I got up this morning and I was all Christmas seed up in my heart. Then I was just a peace-loving man this morning, woke up, drank my coffee, contemplating things that are good, things that are pure. Then somehow or another, my friend got a hold of some of these podcasters out there that are, it's like there's a feeding frenzy on IHOPKC. It's just like you throw a chicken in in an alligator farm or something. At the feeding frenzy of all these alligators and all these podcasters out there, they're like it's just a feeding frenzy on Bickle. I don't know how many times you can eat this boy up and spit his bones out. Well, I mean, and uh, now it's like they're not even against Bickle. They're just against that entire organization. Oh, there. yeah. Oh, yeah. Church. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the whole thing's corrupt. The entire yeah. organization has gone corrupt. It is nothing more than just a den of thieves at IHOPKC. Well, that's, that's what th- they're th- saying. Here's the scripture that this one guy cited this morning, this podcaster. He cited Matthew 21, 12 through 13. Then Jesus went to the temple of God and drove out those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Well, this podcaster, he cited the scripture and his conclusion from the scripture was that this house and in this temple, there was a lot of prayer going on. Yeah. Well, this verse doesn't say that. No, uh, it does not say Jesus, that Jesus all. corrected what was going on in the house was <laughs> they were buying and selling and selling doves. And that's what this verse says they were doing in the house. That's here. right. That's right. And uh, he That's said, uh, "My ha- it's written, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Anyway, just to show you how the lunacy goes, he was citing this scripture of saying that just because prayer is going on in the house doesn't mean it can't be a den of thieves. Yeah. Now, uh, 
Number one, yeah, that verse yeah. doesn't say that they were, it was full of prayer. But anyway, according to that verse, that's here, the verse you know, he was right. saying. And here's the sad reality. There's a lot of people that's going to listen to that idiot and say, oh, yeah, yeah, he's right. He's right. I agree with that. Without any kind of reflection on what does the scripture actually teach in that passage. And once again, Al, I say there is such a lack of the knowledge of the word of God in our day today that if you teach the word of God and what it says, people have no concept of what you're even saying most of the time because they've been so blinded by their own opinion, yeah, by their yeah, own yeah. ideas, and that they can't be open to the Holy Spirit showing them truth. And I just cannot for the life of me understand when the church is going to realize that we're all on the same team. You don't shoot your own wounded. Come on. I well, mean, holy cow. Yeah. Well, the way this guy was talking, though, Jeff, by the end of his podcast, that he didn't think Bickle's even saved. Nor none of the ELT and evidently, out there Evidently, nobody else either. He even shows said Rick Joyner. Rick Joyner, not a man yeah, of God. He named, he named Sam uh, or the Charisma Magazine dude. I yeah, yeah, call his name. yeah. Him. Said that he wasn't saved. I mean, listen. Yeah. What are we even doing as church people? <laughs> How down, can man. we invite people into this thing called the church when people realize that, hey, as soon as you get in there, they're going to shoot you. As soon as they find oh, something, yeah. they're going to shoot you. If you're wounded at all, well, we don't have a hospital. We have a firing squad. I mean, we don't <laughs> preach healing. <laughs> we just, we just want to kill you. You know, blindfold <laughs> you and get you up there and shoot you. Get you out of your misery. That's what well, it is. Now, here, here's the irony of this thing. This particular podcaster that we're talking about, and I wouldn't mind calling his name, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I can't remember his name. And I'm pretty glad <laughs> well, I can't remember his name, yeah, but we he's don't, an we idiot. Don't, we don't need to call no names. I think everybody perhaps can figure it out. But I just think uh, that to use this scripture to cite so you could condemn and try to slight the house of prayer and then you slip in that it is now a den of thieves is what it is but the irony of the thing jeff is this guy has been out there received from god yeah heard from god and then he went on to say i think it's probably been a den of thieves the whole time the whole time well the i mean how, he got yeah. a little excited he needs to get his story a little straighter if it's a den of thieves then he's saying that god spoke to him in a den of thieves well Evidently, he needs to go back to that den of thieves because I think he's missing it now. <laughs> oh, he needs to apologize to the den of thieves because he's a murderer. <laughs> oh, I mean, my God. That's, hey, well, he that's is, so true. He's a murderer. That's what the book says about him. He's a murderer. <laughs> well, and he, he needs to go out there and apologize to what he considers to be the den of thieves. The point is, is that what is in the, the point, church, Jeff? well, What's in the, point? the church, I think there is value to just remaining silent and not saying anything. If like you a, cannot yeah. back up what you're saying with scripture. No, sir. Let yeah. me tell you, I'm confident in what I've said about the Bickle thing. I've thought about it. I've reflected on it. And I know we got some angry emails to us about what we've said about the Bickle situation. I'd say it all, all over right. again. Guilty or innocent. The key to our Christian faith is that the grace and the mercy of God has been extended to all of those that have sinned. And oh, by the way, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Thank That's God our saying. advocate with the Father is not another person. It's Jesus Christ. 
and he's the one that forgives sins. And he even said when he was on this earth, just so you'll know I have the power to forgive sins, I'll tell this paralytic here to rise, take up his bed, and walk. So all of the miracles that we see from the hand of God is merely to get us to the point of forgiveness of sins. That's and if right. we can't preach the forgiveness of sins, then there's we don't have a gospel. We have no message. No, it's all just so, religious spirit. That's right. And so I don't feel bad at all about what I've said about the Bickle situation. As a matter of fact, I think that what we've said is exactly lining up with the scripture. For someone to stand in judgment who don't know the situation nearly as well as he thinks he does, and even calls himself an armchair journalist, I don't know what position that is <laughs> well, in the body. Better. I didn't know that God had a special gift well, called journalism for the body of Christ. But nonetheless, this dude claims to be an armchair journalist, and he's going to stand in judgment not just over Bickle, not just over men like Rick Joyner, not just over men like the guy at Charisma Magazine. But he's going to stand in judgment over all of IHOP KC and declare that it's all corrupt. I got to tell you something. That dude stands in a a dangerous spot spot right now. And we need to pray for God to show mercy to him is what we need to do. Well, I tell you what, it's the truth, Jeff. You you don't have to go into the middle of town square and pull down your britches to show your hiney. No, you, you, if you want to show your hind and get on and do a podcast, well, that's right. And start that's tearing exactly down right. somebody in yeah. the church and the household of God. And I don't know, you, you and I are out of the, I guess we're old school, Jeff, but we're out of this idea. If, if Abraham got drunk or if Noah got drunk or whoever got drunk, get something and cover them up. Don't cover expose them, them. You don't, ex- don't love expose doesn't them. expose love covers, covers a multitude of is. sins is what yes, it says. That's exactly right. And everybody's all for exposing, exposing, exposing. And I understand what the word of God means when it says that. And I'm all for whoever's been sinned against who or whatever. You know, you need to go to that person and you need to ask for forgiveness. I'm all for that. But as far as I'm concerned now, we got these podcasters out there, Jeff. I mean, our podcast today is about podcasters. These podcasters out here, and I haven't heard of one. Stephen Strange, that man's name you was looking for. And Rick Joyner and some of those guys, the only thing I could, the only thing they were saying was using a little bit of common biblical sense that everybody's Absolutely. into a frenzy here. Now, and to start with, and just to be honest about it, Jeff, it ain't nobody else's business, but right. the leadership out there, Mike and whoever's involved, that's whose business it is. But what we're taking up for is we are taking up for Mike Bickle. We are taking up for IHOP, KC. We are taking up for all of these positions. Jeff, there's a topic here we need to even talk about, too. It's called the position of a pastor, a leader, apostle, prophet, whatever you want to call them. It's anybody who's leading others in the household of God. You've got the position, and then you've got the humanity of the individual. And people are cursing the position over the failure of the humanity of the man. And you were speaking a little, why don't you enlighten everybody here this morning on this morning when I was trying to calm you down a little bit and you was giving me the the riots act here. Tell us a little bit about those two comparisons of the individual and the position. I thought it was a good take on it. You cannot conflate the issue of a man and the position. If you're going to attack the person, then that's isolated from the position. 
Now, I know there's responsibility given to an individual who walks into a certain position. But when you issue judgment against IHOP KC or against the pastor, you cannot conflate the two that there is expectations given to the individual and the position separately. Neither can you crucify the individual because of the position that he serves in. You can't do either one. So what I'm saying is, is that Mike Bickle sinned as a man. They're judging him as a pastor. Now, Alan, this guy brought up the fact that Mike Bickle was not on staff anymore and hasn't been for some time at IHOP KC, yet he preached there. Now, I don't know the issues surrounding him resigning from that position, but I do know a little bit of something about what I'm about to say here. When God calls you to preach, he doesn't reverse the calling. You can try to get out of the calling, but it will not work. If anybody on the earth has tried to run from their calling as big as I have, I'd like to meet them. I've never met anybody that's tried to get, and I I confess that is sin. What I am telling you, it's been my experience that even during the time when I was trying to escape the call of God on my life, the call was still there. And that call will run you crazy. So Mike Bickle continued to preach to now issue an attack against all of IHOP KC is no longer to attack Mike Bickle. It's to attack the position of IHOP KC and the position inside of IHOP KC. That makes absolutely no biblical sense at all. There is no Bible to that at all. Well, that's the reason these accusations are now against all of KC. I hope KC. It's against all of the leadership there. Some of these podcasts now, and now even today, we're hearing. Well, they don't even, they believe that the IHOP is a den of thieves. And I wanted to just follow up on that by saying this, and I I really believe this, and I I know that people's going to think this is a stretch, but I want to just offer this to get your opinion on it. This Mike Bickle situation has successfully divided the body of Christ to some degree. Okay. And I know this is not worldwide. There's a lot of people in the body of Christ don't even know who Mike Bickle is, but there is division that is forming around this situation. I believe that Bickle was strategically targeted and IHOP KC was strategically targeted by the enemy because of their call to prayer over the Israeli war. That's right. All right. So now we have a situation in America where we're becoming increasingly divided over whether to support Israel or whether to support the Palestinian cause. There is coming a civil conflict in the nation, just like there is a civil conflict in the body of Christ. And the issue is not Mike Bickle. The issue is the grace of God and how to appropriate it. It is the forgiveness of sins and how to appropriate. The same Mm -hmm. thing is true in the nation. And so goes the church. So goes the nation. And if the church don't in America, if the church in America don't get our act together, then I got to tell you, our nation stands at the very edge of civil conflict. I believe that with all of my heart, that's what's coming. And I think that there needs to be some massive repentance about how we have interacted with one another. And unless we do that, we're going to have some trouble in the nation. Exactly. I couldn't agree more, Jeff. Also, Rick Joyner, those young guys cannot show Rick the respect that I think that he deserves. Or the honor. And the honor. I think that is even the greater word. The one thing that a lot of these younger generations on all of these podcasts, one thing they're lacking is honor. 
to yes, some of these right. older guys. That's exactly and the, right. And the same thing to Mike Bickle. Some of these young guys are talking down to Mike Bickle like he's some devil or something. Yeah. And it, it yep. shows me that they totally lack honor to those that's went on before them. And I think mm. they need to repent of that so that it will help them see clear what they're looking yep. at. But Rick Joyner here has, he has been uh, saying this fall, and actually they even have a conference coming up. Can't think of the name of it, but it's something, I'll look it up here. But it's something about, it's their conference for this coming New Year's Eve conference. Let me put it in here, Morningstar 2020. Okay. Now, what it is in this conference, Jeff, they have, Rick has said that this year, 2024, the year of war. I might be oh, wow. uh, not saying that exactly right, but wow. 20, 2024, the year of war is actually the conference. It is, uh, I think the name of it, Jeff, is preparing for war 24 or something like this. And Rick had a, he's had some prophetic words on a civil war in America. You know how these prophetic words are. We kind of see in the glass darkly, but Rick has been hitting on this thing about civil war. I think his word on this conference this year is even bigger than civil war. I think it's more of, of war in our country and the world, so to speak. We'll have to see. I think there's still probably some openings in his conferences. That'll be New Year's Eve at his place there in Charlotte. It's mm-hmm. under Morning Star Ministries. So I'm, I'm thinking that Rick is going, I'm thinking they're going to have a lot to say. Um, yeah. well, you and I can feel this war. This is what's happening. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's real. It's yeah, happening it's just, right in front of our eyes. It's, it's happening. It's totally happening now. I think Rick Rick has been on to something, I think, Jeff, that he's been on to something here in the last this last year about this war thing. I'm not sure that he totally sees it clear. He maybe does. But I do think they're going to hit on it pretty heavy at their New Year's conference, which will be, what, just a couple of weeks away. Yeah. And what's happening in Kansas City, I think, is a local to that area of the problem that they're having here with IHOP Kansas City. But I don't think, Jeff, what you and I are feeling, is that this is a bigger picture of what it stands for, especially in the prophetic community, or the charismatic community, and whether some maybe don't want to include them, but in the church of Jesus Christ yeah, right. and, and the body of Christ, as in everybody that's criticizing Bickle and I, they pretty much are leaving Bickle. Now they're jumping on IHOP KC, jumping on that leadership team. This one podcast this morning said that you need to leave. If you're a leader there, you need to step down. You need to leave. The ship is burning. It's going down. And I've never heard such it's like rick said and you know rick apologized rick had two rants the first one i think he called a spade a spade and the second one he evidently somebody got on to him and he kind of apologized a little bit for being so harsh which as far as my part the first yeah, one was fine. I, I, I go with first the first one. one. And yeah. he just called a spade a spade. And, and there again, Rick is known to do that. But Rick mentioned that the accusations didn't have the right spirit to them. And he wasn't talking about the accusations. He was saying the spirit of it. Now, I want to pick up on that because Rick was totally correct, I think. And I agree with him. But not only that, the spirit of these podcasts that are out here now, Jeff, not, the spirit ain't right. No, it's not it's, right. It's, it's, it's the no, spirit it's not that's even not close. right. And, and listen, it doesn't line up with biblical truth is always my point. I do not understand why that we can't see that it does not line up 
with the word of God. Uh-huh. If we have uh-huh. a standard, it's supposed to be God's word. The standard uh-huh. of God's word is being violated when we stand in judgment over someone without issuance of grace and forgiveness and mercy. And I don't think anyone is understanding yet at this point that Bickle has already taken these matters before the Lord 20 plus years ago. That's right. He has already made things right with with God and dealt with it 20 plus years ago. And now suddenly everybody's becoming aware of it at a strategic time. And because we're now aware of it, everybody thinks that Bickle owes his life and we should crucify him and the horse he was riding. And I just cannot, (laughs) for the love of anything, I cannot figure (laughs) out why in the church we continuously go through the same cycle of shooting our own wounded and burying the church that the wounded is in. I can't, well, I just don't understand. <laughs> well, it sure does go against the very message we preach. Jeff, in the United States today, it is very obvious to us that we have a two-tiered political system in which, and judicial system that everybody is evidently not treated the same way under the same law. Yeah. We have people that are, are, are in our government that it doesn't appear comes under the same laws that we as little mere peasants do. It yeah. seems like they get away with murder and everything else. But anyway, so it's it's not, I'm not using the right term there, but it's like we've got a two-tiered justice system in our country. Well, the only thing I can tell you is it looks like we, we got a two-tiered justice system uh, in the church too. It's like, oh, yes, it's like do. it. And, and then why, here's what I mean by that, Jeff. When we go out here to the highways and the hedges, as Jesus tells us to do in Matthew 13, as we go out into these highways and the, to these hedges, as he shows the church to do that in the dragnet and wheat and tares, and we're to go out there and to call everybody in. And the reason we call everybody in is because everybody comes in because this gospel says to come as you are. And of course, coming as you are is not the big deal as much as it is when you come is that God will clean you up and give you forgiveness. Now, you and I offer that message, but we also say this is not the last time you'll fall or that you'll sin or whatever, but that the grace of God means you have an ongoing forgiveness of the cross. Just bring it to the cross. So why would the cross have to be ongoing if we came to Christ and never sinned again? Well, you and I are under this idea that we do, not that we're promoting sin, of course, not that we're trying to overuse grace, of course. This little common Christian sense here is when we come up short in the future. And I'll tell you something, Jeff, the reason that we need to extend grace and mercy, our approach to any biblical, any problem in the church or anybody's life, our approach is it's always with restoration in mind. We have learned over the years, if we don't have restoration first, First and foremost, in our hearts, that our hearts go astray. If we're always headed towards restoration and rest, you know, what happens is it tends to keep our hearts in line with the scripture. So therefore, we don't even approach a problem or sit down with a group of people with a problem unless we first state now restoration is what we're after here, right? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. You're right. I mean, to me, you don't even have to say that. 
to me, well, it's you wouldn't so think obvious, so. We, but yeah, apparently but you, you do. Apparently yeah. you do, and you got to have that stake in the ground, and so you know where we're going with this thing. Where are we headed with this thing in this conversation? Why even have it? Well, these podcasters on the that I'm hearing, Jeff, all over the place, and when it comes to IHOP KC, the only thing they're wanting to do is burn this house to the ground. Oh, yeah, and even so. even today, oh, well, it's just a den of thieves. Just because they're praying, that doesn't yeah. mean it's a den yeah. of thieves. They're yeah. probably all false prophets. They're probably yeah, all right. den of that's thieves. Right. Yada, yada, yada. Even, and the leadership. Yeah. And the leadership and, needs to step right. down. All yeah. of a sudden, they're playing. They don't realize it, Jeff. But the reason we don't do that is because that type of judgment will come on you. Yes, sir. It sure will. So all of these guys that are out there throwing the stuff around, just take it from an old man here and the word of God that you don't need to be, you don't have to judge in these situations. You're not called to do it. Number one, you're not of that house. That's right. God's got people there in that house to look after that stuff. What we're supposed to do is pray and pray for restoration, pray for the grace of God to be applied. We're to stick to the gospel message of Jesus Christ, which is restoring the broken hearted, restoring the center, restore whatever's broken, Jeff. Yeah. And you can't have this mentality. There again, I'll cite with Rick on this one. Their attitudes aren't right. It's no, not, it's, it's not just right. attitudes it's, aren't right. They're trying to tear terrible. down they're trying that to, to tear down a kingdom that doesn't belong to them. Uh, and I'll there also you go. say there this, you go. this is simplistic, but you get back to the simplistic things that we teach that are fundamental to the Christian faith. And here's what you, you learn. Salvation is a free gift. It is not of works, lest any man should boast, Paul says. You cannot get saved based off of a good work that you can produce. That's right. So if that's true, then what on earth makes us think that anything changes after salvation? But yet it seems like that what we're doing is we're saying, come and be saved. It's a free gift from God. But after you get saved, it's all based off of your works. No, it's not. It's still based off of the work of Jesus Christ. That's right. This thing is not about us. It's about the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you something. Mm -hmm. If we don't have the grace and mercy and forgiveness of the Lord, when we confess before him, if we don't have that, then they don't none of us have any hope. We don't have any hope. And I'm not not going to vary on that. You know, I'm just not going to vary on that. Now, again, I say if the laws of the land has been broken, then the laws of the land will rule and is supposed to judge in that situation. I totally agree with that. But there has not been even a, I don't, to my knowledge, not even an allegation that any law of the land has been broken. That's right. This is a matter that the church is supposed to deal with. And I got to tell you, we're coming up short because we've got people out there running their yak and they're running their yak about judgment and dishonor. And they're not running their mouth about restoration and forgiveness and the grace of God and promoting healing to all of those involved in this situation. I just can't figure that part out. Now, I got to say, I have issues with the way that the leadership team used some of their terms at the beginning of this situation. I wish they had not used some terms they did. But listen, that does not mean I do not support the leadership of IHOP KC, and neither does it mean I do not value their place in the body of Christ. And I, I, we keep going back to this, but IHOP KC called and rallied for a at least what we know of as a five million man 
intercession that's army right. to that's pray right. for Israel. Now I'm going to tell you something for somebody to say that that's a den of thieves. They're not, uh, apparently they don't they, know the same God that I know. What you got there is juvenile attempt to act grown up is what's happening there. They don't know what they're saying. These younger youngsters don't. And I know they got thirties and forties, but they need to watch yourself because they're saying things that they know not of. I don't think they realize what they're saying in the religious spirit that they're saying it in. Yeah. And, and, I, and uh, I think that we could say, father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I, I think we could say that with all <laughs> honesty, well, Jeff, we're out of time, but as we're going out here, that conference, I did finally find it. It's December 29th through the 31st. They call it a vision conference. And the subtitle of that conference is prepare for war in 24. Yeah, that's, that's what it right. says. Now that is a there's a lot going on in that title there. So I think we want to really yeah. keep our ears. And a lot of times, you know, Rick still has those things online. I'll try to send them out on KPS on Kingdom Prophetic Society page mm -hmm. as they come up live. I think this is going to be an, some important messages in this conference yeah, for this year. So we need to keep eye on. Okay, buddy. Well, Jeff, let's pray for these young guys that need to watch yourselves there a little bit because that yeah. what they're saying is going to come on them. I'm telling you, it'll yeah, come sure on. Is. And so anyway, can just consider them being warned. All right, come buddy. On. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. See. You. Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowan Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrowanshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.